Aggie. It's a day in the life of Aggie. Yeah, yeah. It's a day in the life of Aggie. Yo, <laughs> what's up, everybody, man? You're listening to another episode in the day in the life of Aggie. Uh, this is your host, Michael Albana. And man, we got a great one for you today. <laughs> I got my first guest ever. This is the first ever uh, A Day in the Life of Augie podcast with my guest, uh, my brother DJ Strickland, all the way from North Carolina, man. What's up, DJ? What's up? What's up? <laughs> my brother, welcome to the podcast. So yeah, so me and DJ were about to talk about should Christians listen to secular music? And I'm going to just let DJ introduce himself just so you know who he is, and then we'll get right into it. But yeah. Yeah, well, hey, Michael. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Um, <laughs> you guys, like, Michael is so authentic and genuine. He is the real deal, and it is an honor to be on a show. So uh, Appreciate I am truly honored to be here. Um, to give us just a little short, quick background of, of who I am, um, my name is DJ, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, 24, and I just moved here to New Orleans like four months ago with a passion to see Jesus made known, and so I feel called to the city of New Orleans to spread the gospel and to let fire fall and to love people. So I came into um, contact with Michael through my church and a bunch of other amazing people, and I am so blessed to be here. It is such an honor. So, yeah. Man, dude, it means a lot, bro. It's <laughs> I'm awesome, glad man. to have you, bro. Yeah, me and DJ, me and DJ like clicked like instantly. It was a, uh, it was like a divine connection for real, and I'm really it happy is. that he's yeah. in my life. So, yeah. So today we, you know, we always were talking about how we're gonna t- uh, make a podcast, but we didn't know what it was gonna be about. But uh, you know, uh, we're gonna talk about should Christians listen to secular music? Okay. And I think this is going to be a hot topic because, you know, everybody's, um, if you have a Spotify account, everyone's uh, Spotify, like at the end of the year, Spotify does this really creative thing where they um, they calculate all your streams and, and, and the artists you listen to, the songs you listen to, how many times you listen to them. And it gives you this really organized chart of like your top five songs, your top five artists the the diff, how many artists you listen to in in a year and all that. And so everyone starts posting them on their Instagram stories and it's very revealing, you know, when you see people's uh top fives and it's like, man, like you know, I'm specifically talking to Christians, you know, like I know, I'm just saying if if I was if my top 5 had like Lil Wayne and and uh you know big sean and you know the baby baby, yeah (laughs) if my top five had that i probably would not post it on my story because i'm like oh man i I mean i i don't want people to think that i listen to this stuff but it's kind of crazy how um you know we're all everyone's posting their stuff and uh it kind of just reveals like you know like i can i can listen to lil wayne on my spotify like one or two times but it's not going to show up on my top five, like, you know, most streamed songs, you know what I'm saying? And we're not trying to say that, like, as a Christian, it's a sin uh, to listen to secular music or if you go, to, you're going to go to hell if you listen to Lil Wayne. But we're just going to just uh, share our thoughts on, on the topic and, uh, you know, 
we're just gonna hope that you know we can uh, just get shed some light on 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 the um the topic. And so yeah, man. So for me, I'll start off. I'll share like a testimony, man. Like I listen to secular music my entire life, literally. <laughs> I mean, I listen to Lil Wayne, Big Sean. Like I literally used to, you know, Wiz Khalifa. Those people. I used to listen to. Lil Wayne and try and memorize all his songs like six foot seven foot like I would li- <laughs> like I was listening to all that stuff and I would try and memorize the words literally and I still know the words to this day. Wow. And I used to um, you know, I used to. I mean, my parents know this, and I got in trouble for it. I used to literally buy songs on iTunes with my parents' credit card, dude, and like I bought thousands of songs, and they were it was all bad, bro, like. And I got in trouble several times because my parents didn't know I was listening to this music. And they caught me one time. My dad spanked me. And I, I, I gave it up for a little bit. But then I went right back to it. You dig? <laughs> so, but then it was like, but then I think what really started to change in me is like when I went to college, uh, I just always knew that that was the last thing I needed to give up for my relationship with God. Like that was the last thing that was holding me back. And I could never give it up. But then finally I came to college and I was just like, man, I'm going to just give it up. I'm going I'm to I'm stop listening to this music. It's not helping me. Um, I'm going to switch. And, I, and then I transitioned to Christian rap. And so I listened to Christian rap for a little bit and, you know, just to transition off of it. And then I, I actually reached a point where I completely cut off even Christian rap. And I listen solely to worship music and anointed praise and worship. And it's just amazing how it just changes your entire life. I feel like you don't really realize how it affects you until you like kind of give it up. And you realize the di- how, you, how, how much different you feel. You know, DJ, like what do you think about like, you know, secular music and how has it affected you in your life? And when did you make that jump? Because I know you told me you, you also made that switch too. Yeah, man, such a hot topic. Um, So, you know, I guess with that, you know, where I would start would be. um, So, like, I grew up in a very, very sheltered home. Um, Both my parents are Christian. And so, you know, I was actually homeschooled for really up until, like, middle school age. And, you know, my mom grew up, like, Pentecostal holiness. So she grew up where, you know, really, like, any kind of music outside of church hymns is like totally anti-God, which I'm not saying that I believe that at all, but you know, that's how, that's how, that's kind of how she, she grew up. So, um, you know, it was kind of drilled into me that, you know, anything secular, anything, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, not worship. That's just not acceptable in our household. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't. Right. And so, um, you know, I wasn't really a rebellious kid at all, but, um, I was homeschooled up until the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and then um, I went into a public middle school whenever I was in eighth grade, um, and it was not in a good part of the city. It was a really bad public school, oh, wow. actually. So, wow. I mean, I was like a fish out of water, like being <laughs> thrown into a whole new system. Yeah. So I went into like culture shock, basically, um, and you know, I would say at that point, about eighth, eighth or ninth grade. You know, I mean, because whenever you're what thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old. You know, I mean, I love Jesus at that point in my life. I really, really did. But, I mean, you want to fit in. Right, right. You want to be cool. Yeah. Th- that's like a part of every person. You know, I want I want to fit in. I want to be cool. 
I mean, you know, no one wants to be a sore thumb or like a fish out of water. You know, I mean, no one wants to really, really feel that way. Right. So, um, you know, being around a bunch of people in school that really did not know the Lord, that had a totally different belief system, a a totally different house life, uh, you know, home life than what I came from. Um, I heard a lot of secular music. um, And to be honest with you, um, I started to like some of it. And, you know, I'm I'm not, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that I jumped full blown into like, the baby or like no way to, you, you know or something the like baby that baby wasn't even born back then probably no i was bro <laughs> but um you know i i slowly kind of jumped into this whole you know secular system of listening to music particularly pop you know i just mm-hmm. i just i just liked it and what i found was that whenever i listened to it it made me feel cool yeah you know uh sometimes whenever you, you kind of feel like a fish out of water you know, you don't really feel all that cool. You don't feel like you fit in, but, you know, whenever I would listen to it, it made me feel cool. It made me feel like I was walking tall or something, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I liked, I liked the way that it made me feel. Wow. But I couldn't deny, like, you know, I would listen to it because of how it made me feel. It, you know, it, it kind of it brought me to, like, a place. Right. You know, and so... Um, you know, that, that was kind of my introduction to secular music. And I didn't dive into it head on, like where that's like all that I listened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever, you know, I'd be in my car, like first got my driver's license, you know, if my mom wasn't in the car, if my dad or if my sister, you know, sisters weren't in the car, you know, I wasn't putting on worship music. I was putting on, you know, something else, right? you know, like Marine five, or I, <laughs> you know, you know, I was just putting on something else. Yeah. It, it made me feel cool. It made me feel like, you know, like an average teenage boy right i remember when i was younger i used to like like when i first got a car i uh i used to you know i always thought it was cool to like hear your music in your car like driving down the street yeah so i would like put on a song i remember so clearly i used to think i was so cool bro i put on um what's that song uh please don't kill my bike uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. I would roll the windows <laughs> down and I would like play that song and I would just drive and think I was just so cool, bro. Yeah, dude, you just you, you look like a tool, dude. You know, so I just I probably look like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just like yeah, we 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 just it, it kind of makes us feel like we fit in, we feel cool and whatever. And I feel like I used to justify listening to it because I was just like, I mean, like I don't really listen to the words. I'm just listening to the beat. You know, yeah, that's huge. You know, yeah, like I was just saying, I'm just listening to the beat. It's not really like affecting me, but uh, you know, what whether we know it or not, it does affect us. And we were talking about this earlier, but like, yet, you know, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And we know, like as Christians, there's only two gates to the heart: it's your eyes and your ears. And so, we whether we realize it or not, what we allow into our heart whether it's through music or what we watch what we listen to it affects us you know it affects our mind affects the way we see things it affects the way we view things and um i think that's the main thing we want to we want to talk about today is as a christian you know it's not a sin to listen to secular music it's not a sin you're not going to go to hell if you're listening to lil wayne but (laughs) i mean don't don't be surprised if you are struggling with, you know, you're, you're finding it hard to um, live holy 
but you're listening to Lil Wayne or you're listening to uh, the Baby. I don't even really know the new rappers out. Uh, Lil Pump, whatever. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what do you what do you um you know from scripture, DJ? Like, what do you know about how music and stuff can like kind of affect you and and just like spiritually and stuff like that? And what have you experienced in your own life? Yeah, so um, you know, I think a good place to to start whenever you want to talk about the influence of music is really its origin, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where does music come from? How did like how did it start? You know, and so I'm I'm not going to go into like a history of like <laughs> how it started in like in like the world because quite frankly I have no idea. But what I can tell you is that you know, uh, sound, light, all this came from God, right? So mm-hmm. God created sound. Um, and actually Satan, which is, um, our present day, uh, 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 enemy really, uh, he was actually the main worship leader in heaven before he fell. Right. Right. Right, Exactly. So, um, whenever you want to talk about how influential music is to the human soul, the human spirit, you know, God created it. So like it has a unique purpose to it, you know, um, and so what, what, what Satan does is he wants to take anything that comes from God and pervert it. Exactly. Satan doesn't create anything. He creates absolutely nothing. He just per- perverts what God creates, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, you know, sound was created to create movement. You know, like if you look at sound um, from like a scientific standpoint, it's, it's really just like energy and it, and it comes in. Yeah. And waves. it comes in the form of like waves, right? you know? So it's so like. Everything is always moving. And if you go to a party and someone, you know, puts on music, people dance. So the point Tonight's of sound. Gonna be yeah. Up. What do you think that thing is prepping you for, man? Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. So like the purpose of music, the purpose of sound is to create uh, uh, movement. I mean, so, you know, people dance whenever they hear something, you know. So the question that needs to be asked is, you know, whatever you're listening to. It's moving you, whether you think it or not. It's, it's moving you. Am I saying that it's making you dance? Well, um, you know, probably not. It, it, it might make you dance There's on no your way, own time. There's no way that you hear the jig come on. You don't start moving <laughs> your shoulder like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you know, if it's making you move, the question that needs to be asked is: In what direction are you moving? Are you moving closer to Jesus, or are you moving further away? Wow. Wow, so. that, that's real, man. And I, I mean, it would be it would be a different story if I told you my testimony about how I stopped listening to secular music, then I, or how I was listening to secular music, then I stopped, and my relationship with God got worse. But no one's testimony is that everyone that decides to stop listening to secular music and just, you know, purify their mind with the Word of God, worship music, and they always draw near to the Lord because your mind is not polluted by, you know, all the all the, the disgusting, whatever demonic stuff that is in that music. Because obviously we know it's spiritual, but, um, you know, we uh, I believe that, you know, as a Christian, if you want to if you want to have the best success you know, you're not going to go to hell listening to this music, but it definitely makes it easier when your mind isn't full of sex, drugs, alcohol, and, you know, one night stands and just all that stuff. 
when you're listening to worship music and your mind is fixed on him, it, the Bible says he will keep those at perfect peace, those whose minds is fixed on him. And, you know, it's easy to keep your mind fixed on him when you're listening to worship music that's lifting him up. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I would I, we want to pray with everyone as we close, you know. Maybe you're listening to this and it's kind of making you mad. Like, man, look, it don't like listening to secular music doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. Like, and I'm talking to Christians, like, and it's not a big deal. And that's fine. Like, we're not trying to convince you otherwise. It's not like, you know, we're holding a gun to your head or something. We're just trying to, like, we're just kind of say what happened in our lives and, and how it helped us. And so, but I'm talking, I want to talk to people also who are listening to this and they're like, man, you guys are right. You know, I've been trying to give this up for a while, but it's just been hard. You know, I, I, get, I go a couple of weeks and then I go back. We want to pray that, um, you know, the Lord takes that desire away for the secular music and gives you a desire for the worship music. Because I was talking to DJ earlier and he said that's exactly what happened to him. And I know that's what happened to me because it was just something in me just as like, man, I don't want this anymore. And then I actually had a desire to want to listen to worship music. Yeah. And, and you have anything you want to add to that as we close or? Yeah. You know, well, so one scripture that kind of came to mind is, is in first Corinthians when um, Paul was writing to the church, mm -hmm. he says, some things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Wow. Amen. So, you know, what you might be listening to, it might be permissible. It might not send you to hell, but again, the question, is it beneficial for you? Is it counterproductive to your faith? You know, are the things that you're listening to pushing you backwards, you know? Um, and this is not an issue over, you know, what's right and what's wrong necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of the people, you know, that we're probably talking to, you're not out there just trying to do like the worst things, you know, or like listen to like the worst things possible. Right. You just want to listen to what you, what you like. And so, you know, um, what a person likes in music reveals a lot about who they are. You can, you can find out a lot about a person by the kind of music that they listen mm -hmm. to because, it, because it, it, I mean, I mean, really it reveals what you desire and what you value, you know, it's crazy. So, uh, you know, this is a heart thing. This, this, this is not about getting you to follow, you know, certain rules or laws or like an old covenant mentality. This is about falling in love with Jesus. Amen. It all comes back to that because Amen. when you fall in love with him and you get that revelation of who Christ is and the beauty of who he is, man, I don't even want to fix my mind on anything <laughs> else but that. Right. Amen. Because it's all lesser than him. Right. Amen. So... Dude, DJ, would you just uh, close us out in prayer? But just pray like for the people that are listening, and yeah. they really are desiring to make that step into yeah. just you know cutting out the secular music. Just pray that the Lord will give them that desire, you yeah. know, from their heart, so that it's not like a struggle, yeah. but that the Lord helps them. Just pray real quick. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Father, we just thank you for every single person that's that's listening here because what this shows is that they desire to know you and to grow. And so we just pray for a fresh grace over their life, that this would not be a point of conflict or even like a point of struggle anymore from here on out, but that you would ignite a flame in their heart, God, a love in their heart 
where all lesser lovers fall away at the side. It's not even a struggle anymore. It's not this this thing that I have to like struggle and just overcome. No, it's this new flame of desire and love that bursts up. It's like fireworks bursting off inside of them. All I want to do is worship. Everything temporary and everything worldly just fades away because I have my eyes set on eternity. I have my eyes set on Jesus. So, Father, I just ask that you impart this revelation of your son into their heart, into their mind, into their life, God, that their whole life becomes a worship song to you. It's not just something that they listen to, but their whole life embodies that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Glory to God, man. That's yeah. that's powerful. Thank you, bro, DJ, for coming on. Uh, it's amazing. Hey, I think I'm going to have more guests on. Thank you guys for listening. This is A Day in the Life of Augie. This is a podcast where I share my weekly thoughts and my lessons learned from my daily experiences. It was birthed in the March of 2020, right in the beginning of quarantine. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of just talking about things that we uh, experience on a day-to-day basis. And it wasn't supposed to be a Christian podcast, but it just kind of turned into that. But uh, thank you guys for listening. If you liked what you listened to, um, just subscribe and we'll have more content content every week. So y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening. Thanks, DJ. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> My brother. It's a day in the life of Augie.